every three hours in the U.S., a person or a vehicle is hit by a train. Every three hours. I'm Doug Deloney. On this edition of The Next Stop, September is Metro's Rail Safety Month, and it brings a message that may just save your life. The Next Stop. The Next Stop. The Next Stop. Metro's Podcast. Today, we welcome Rachel Male, who is the executive director at Operation Lifesaver. Welcome to the podcast, Rachel. Thanks so much, Doug. I'm so happy to be here and share about Operation Lifesaver, what we do, and our rail safety message. So thanks again. Some people may have heard of Operation Lifesaver before, maybe a PSA, maybe a billboard, maybe they've seen the website, but I'm certain that a lot of people have not, or at least they don't know what you guys do. So what is Operation Lifesaver? Operation Lifesaver is a mission-driven rail safety education nonprofit powered by dedicated people. I know that was a mouthful, but (laughs) our goal is to end collisions, death, and injuries around tracks and trains, including rail transit and commuter rail systems. And we accomplished that goal through our people, who I mentioned were dedicated and passionate, and really focusing on the three E's, education, engineering, and enforcement. And Operation Lifesaver is all about the education component. And I think a lot of people, when they think trains and they think, you know, rail safety and perhaps they've seen some of your messaging, they probably think, you know, traditional freight trains with the big crossing arms that go down and you see the cargo going by or you see like, a you know, you might see an Amtrak train going by. But we've welcomed you here today because, of course, at Metro, we have light rail, the commuter rail. Um, so the message still applies. Uh, it, you have to be safe around the train tracks. It doesn't matter what kind of train it is. Safety is always a priority at Metro. The authority set aside millions of dollars for rail safety initiatives. This includes additional pavement markings and LED lights on traffic signals. Those were installed in 2018. In 2019 and 2020, cab cameras were installed in light rail vehicles, more indicators were placed at rail crossings, and more fencing was installed along rail lines. Also in 2020, audible pedestrian signals were put into place. More recent improvements on the Metro rail lines includes bike lane signage enhancements, replacing faded signs and placing those wigwag alternating headlights on rail vehicles to help alert those nearby. Now, back to Operation Lifesaver. I was looking at your website. This is your organization's 50th year of spreading the message about rail safety. Yes, it's really an exciting uh, year for us. We've been celebrating our 50th anniversary across the country. We also have a lot of fun things going on on our website, which is oli.org. We've got our rail safety trivia, which is a uh, launches at the beginning of every month. And you can test your knowledge on rail safety and maybe even find out some fun facts. I think young drivers, new drivers, and also older drivers need to hear this message over and over again, um, because unfortunately, you know, looking at the Stats. I saw some stats on your website, um, you know, how the number of incidents have been reduced through the years in the past decades, uh, thanks to efforts uh, like yours and Operation Lifesaver. But we still, I think maybe once a week, we've all seen the viral videos that pop up online of, of somebody for some reason on the tracks and they get hit by a train. The number is still staggering. I want to share the statistic with you, which I think puts it more in perspective than like the data. The staggering statistic is that Every three hours in the U.S., a person or a vehicle is hit by a train. Oh, my goodness. Every 
three hours. And I think that has a much bigger impact than hearing that there's been an 83% decline in 50 years, which again, we're really proud of that, but there is still work to be done. All the tips and rules are equally important. So I'd like to take a moment if you have any tips um, for drivers and pedestrians real quick. Sure. So the most important uh, tip for both drivers and pedestrians is to cross only at dedicated crossings. Um, Do not cross anywhere else. Don't try to take a shortcut. Don't walk, you know, don't walk um, directly across a, a track it's illegal and, and very, very dangerous. Um, also, if you're driving or even a pedestrian or a bicyclist, don't go around the gates. We know statistically that more than 50% of incidents occur at crossings that have gates or lights and people are just trying to beat the train. So there's, it's not worth the risk. So wait. And when the gates and lights are off, look both ways. Even if you're at a passive crossing where there are no gates or lights, look both ways before you cross the tracks um, on foot or in a car. Because you, we say when you see tracks, think train. A train can come at any time in any direction. So that's really for drivers and pedestrians. And if you'd like, I can give you some specific uh, transit tips. Yes, absolutely. Um, So for our transit trips, we have people who take transit and we also have people who drop people off at transit stops. Um, So I think, you know, the driving tips are important for the drivers dropping off their family, friends, loved ones uh, to do the commute. So those tips are important for the driver. But as a transit person, you always want to stay a safe distance from the rail transit. You don't want to run, walk. Uh, exercise on the tracks. You also don't want to be on a scooter on the platform. You want to be mindful and stand back on the platforms. You want to make sure that you're alert and paying attention. While we do our daily commutes, we kind of go on autopilot and we should limit distractions because sometimes there's track work being done and the train that you want is going to pull up on the opposite platform. I know that's happened to me several times commuting in D.C. that the platform I think I usually take is is not working today. So I think it's really important to be mindful and aware of what's going on. I'm also excited to announce that Operation Lifesaver has released um, just this week, actually, a suite of transit safety information, including a brochure and public service announcements and much more. And that's available on our website at oli.org. You know, going back to talking about the pedestrians and people who are using the transit, they've sometimes looked at the infrastructure that we have here in Houston and they wonder why some of the crossings that we have for light rail, just for pedestrians, these are like Mm -hmm. sidewalks, it looks kind of crooked. It almost takes you like in a zigzag shape and people wonder why it's not straight across. It's because it forces the person crossing to look both directions because it's so easy to be stuck in your own little world. You know, maybe you have your music playing through the earbuds and they're not looking both directions. Um, And if certainly, you know, our trains, they have the lights, they have horns, uh, but certainly our operators are also paying close attention for people who may not be uh, watching out for themselves um and and talking about bikes you know people have to be careful on bike because they could end up you know getting their 
their bike tires stuck in the rail as well because it's just a very narrow gap. So if you're riding along parallel to the to the line, it's not a good idea either. So cross quickly and get across it, but don't ride you know that so close to it that that's a problem. So here at Metro, we are part of uh, something called Houston's Vision Zero Pledge, which is committed to ending traffic deaths and serious injuries by 2030. But I also understand. I looked at your website. You also have a safety pledge. This is the Operation Lifesaver Rail Safety Pledge. Can you tell me about that? Sure. We have two pledges, one for adults and one for children. We would urge everyone to take the pledge, whether they ride transit, uh, light rail, Amtrak, or they just live near uh, train tracks, or they don't live near train tracks. It's really an empowering pledge. It has four statements that we're asking folks to affirm. One is, I will make a safe choices around railroad tracks and trains by obeying warning signs and always expecting a train. Two, I will stay off the tracks, including when taking photographs or filming videos, and I will never walk on or too close to railroad tracks. I understand it's dangerous and illegal. Three, I will only walk, ride, or drive across railroad tracks or transit tracks at designated crossings. And four, I will share the rail safety message with my family and friends. Um, one of the great things about the pledge is once you're done with the pledge, you can print out a certificate or you can immediately share it on social media. So far, we've had over 2,200 adults and kids across the U.S. take the sale uh, the safety pledge. And Texas has got to catch up because North Carolina, <laughs> North Dakota, Montana, Connecticut, and Pennsylvania are leading the way with the current top 10 states. Oh, wow. So I hope everyone in Texas takes the pledge and we can see them in the top five of uh, rail safety pledge rankings. Yes, that'd be great. And it's interesting you brought up, you know, about it being illegal at many of those crossings. I know Union Pacific is involved with a lot of that. People don't realize it's not just a safety thing. It is often illegal to be on the tracks walking around. People want to put the coins on the tracks and do things that they've seen in movies, but it's it's never a good idea. That's right. It's not a good idea. And we have so many um, stories of people taking photos, shortcuts, snowmobiling, um, fishing that end in tragedy. And it's mm -hmm. really just a lack of understanding and education. So we want to make sure that everyone is aware of the risks and can be safe around tracks and trains. You know, earlier you're talking about the the rail fanatics, a lot of people who are, who are train enthusiasts, and they spend a lot of time, you know, photographing trains, in particular freight and cargo trains and the different engines and locomotives. Um, and certainly they know the rules. And that's one of the things I liked about those communities and online transit communities is that they're fans of it, but they're quick to point out when someone is too close or breaking the rules because they know it's, it's it causes the operators, the, the train engineers, it causes them to stress to see people too close to the tracks. Yes, and I think that bringing up the train crew is really important because many people don't realize that a train could take a mile or more to stop. Um, and that's a, that's a long distance, a mile or more. And if you're not sure what a mile looks like, imagine 18 football fields uh, laid wow. across. That's a, that's a long way. Not, you know, and a train is also running on tracks. It doesn't have a steering wheel and it can't swerve. So the train crew, it's, it is really stressful to them. And 
we can make a difference in our communities by sharing this rail safety message and by making the right choices ourselves and asking our families and friends to also be aware of what those safe choices are. The train does the best it can, but it can't stop as quick as a car can. So right. everybody else has to really pay attention and, and, obey and follow the rules. So we certainly appreciate you joining us and sharing some of these tips and information about Operation Lifesaver. And you said again, your website, where can people find you? It's www www.oli.org and we're also on all of the social media platforms. Thanks for taking the time to join us. Well, I want to thank you, Doug, for the opportunity to share the rail safety message and what Operation Lifesaver is up to. As I mentioned, we do have 47 programs across the country, and I would encourage people to get involved with Operation Lifesaver on the local level from our webpage. You can uh, sign up to be a volunteer, or you can connect with your local state coordinator. You can also request a free rail safety presentation um, and we will send a volunteer out to the community, if available, to make that presentation for you. And I also want to thank Houston Metro for being such a terrific partner. Several employees at Houston Metro are already volunteers going out into the community doing rail safety messages. So thank you. And before we go, most of the time, cars do not belong on the tracks, but there are a few areas designated as a shared lane. Let's hear from Ruben Cepeda and Lamisha Mallet. They are both rail training instructors here at Metro, and they have a few additional tips. Nothing matters more at Metro than safety. They're walking or driving your vehicle around uh, Metro Rail. It's very important to pay attention to the signs and signals. Pay attention to where the trains are approaching because the trains can approach from any direction at any moment. So there's uh, signs along the trackway that tell uh, drivers where the designated shared turn lanes or shared traffic lanes begin and end. And there's also they're also equipped with signals that let them know when they can enter the trackway when it's safe to do so. Metro is always working on things to improve safety, but we're all responsible for the safety of each other. For cyclists and pedestrians in or near the trackway, always be sure to look in both directions again. Make sure that when you see one train pass that you wait to see that train completely pass your location to watch for trains on other tracks as well. And when the train does pass your location, make sure that you face the train as it's passing you. We also have a code of conduct and safety tips that you can read at ridemetro.org. That wraps it up for this edition of The Next Stop. Subscribe and listen to our other episodes on SoundCloud and ridemetro.org. Thanks to you, the listener, and all of our Metro riders out there. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and check out our YouTube channel while you're at it. I'm Doug Deloney. As always, drive less and do more with Houston Metro. Houston Metro.